never ceases to uh, amaze me the things that he comes up with. Yo, what's up, Andrew? What's going on, guys? Not much. Oh, look, he's even wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. Oh, yes. This is Good. this is the very shirt I wore to that concert all those years ago. We'll, we'll talk about it. All right, awesome. This is Uncle Saxon. What's going on, Uncle Saxon? Oh, bud. And uh, Greg's, Greg's not going to make it because he has a problem with snowblowers right now. He's got a he's got a problem with what? Snow snowblowers. Oh, is, he, is he the one who lives in Minnesota? They, yeah, they both do. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just I just said you know let me know when you're ready, and he writes me back a message. Uh, he has a huge problem with snowblowers. I'll explain later. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he won't be here. That's going to merit some further explanation. Please keep me informed. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm very interested to know what the hell's going on. He's always got something. Awesome. Alright. What the hell you got holding up your thing there? Uh? Oh man, this is this is so jerry rigged. Um it's uh this is just like a pen randomly. It's like one of those it's one of those like stain pens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Let's hope this works. Now that I've taken it apart. Uh oh. I didn't need you to take it apart. No, it's all good. We'll <laughs> hey, at least it sounds good. It sounds better than Uncle Saxon. Alright. Well, what take are it. you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that was Skype more times than not anyway, so that's cool. Alright, well let's start the show. Welcome to Rat Saddle Review. We are here with THE Andrew Bello. Now, uh, where are you from, Andrew? Because you had a podcast and now you don't. Well, <laughs> I have several, still, still have several podcasts, but yeah, I'm over at hackerhameen.podbean.com and uh, I'm currently in the state of New Jersey, the once great state of New Jersey, as I like to call it, but... I don't know when that once was. It just I assume (laughs) that was the case at one time. Gotcha. We're sorry. Yeah. No. I I appreciate it. Greg's from New Jersey too, so he feels your pain as well. Okay. Yeah. He (laughs) he was smart enough to leave though. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Right, Sax. I think you called him. For his own good, actually. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good for the state of New Jersey. Yeah. Oh. It's not as fun ripping on him when he's not here, though. No, it's even better. Is it? Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll rip on Snowblower Boy a little bit later, too. Because maybe he'll watch it later, and then he's going to get pissed off, and then he'll probably quit the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could throw in a couple of rips right after that comment. but <laughs> Go ahead. Please do. All right. <laughs> so, uh what uh, the reason why I had you on here is because um, we became a sponsor of uh, you know, Hameen Media Group uh, for right. this month. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, no problem. I had to pull strings to get these guys to, you know, give me the okay. You know, hey, I don't know why it was a hard sell, but thank you for doing the selling. <laughs> no, it was it was good. It was all good. Um, so I you know, don't need plasma to come up with the fees, but oh wow, okay. I, I saved the hey. life at the same time. I'm, Oh, okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I listen to pretty much all the shows. You know, I used to listen to your uh, your uh, political podcast. Yeah, I'm, ver- I'm very sad about that. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm very sad about that as well. Unfortunately, yeah, just due to some complications in my my real life, everyday dealings, work in particular, I had to kind of shut that down. But I'll be doing something else, or somebody I know might be doing something else. There'll be, they'll, let's just say that there'll be some political reemergings. Um, I just won't be able to necessarily put my name to them, and oh. um, yeah, we'll go from there. All right, good, awesome. I hope so. Quit uh, your fucking job. Working yeah. on working on alternatives yeah. on that front <laughs> too. There's solved, plenty of man. options out there. <laughs> uh, Billy Ray has quit his job too, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's going back to school. Yeah. He's killing it over there. He's running yeah. himself thin, but. We yeah. love Billy Ray for it. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I was listening to, uh, I think it was the Next Level podcast. I think you, it was, yeah, you... uh, yeah it might have been Wednesday Locker Room. I think we were talking about oh, yes. yeah, metal yeah, yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I went to a concert back in. Sure enough, thanks to the good graces of the internet, I could actually find the date. It was July 25th of 2003. Um, oh, wow. It was Iron Maiden, Ronnie James Dio, and Motorhead. And it was, oh, wow. It's fantastic. I mean, yeah, I was I was 16 at the time, so um, to kind of give you a little bit of pre-concert background, like I had gotten into Maiden through a guy who was playing bass in a band that I was in. I was singing, and uh, he he was in love with Maiden, so he turned me on to him, wanted me to kind of 
you know, hear some of that sound so that we could start writing stuff closer to that from what we were writing, which was like Blink-182 stuff. Um, so we were I got super into them. Uh, loved okay. Bruce Dickinson in particular as a singer. Loved I play a little bass myself. So Steve Harris, like all the stuff that he's doing. Some some of those riffs are just unbelievable. So oh, okay. um, getting into all that kind of stuff, trying to learn how to play all that stuff, got me super into them. They were my quintessential metal band, and and frankly still are to this day. But uh, at 16 in the great state of New Jersey, or the once great state of New Jersey, you cannot drive. You know, without an adult or something along those lines. But at 17, you get your license. So I had a buddy of mine who was 17 at the time drive me and another friend to go see this concert. I was the only one who was really, you know, that into it. But they kind of mm. came along for the ride for the sake of the adventure. And it was it was awesome. I mean, we were the easily the only people there under 35 at the time. <laughs> um, so we were getting side eye from just about everybody, including the police that were patrolling the parking lot. And, um, of course we were <clears throat> a, a little high at the time, so that definitely didn't make things any better. But, um, so yeah, the, the concert was just unreal. Um, admittedly at the time, I, I didn't know a lot about Dio. I didn't know a lot about Motorhead other than Lemmy from like watching Airheads and the fact that Motorhead was doing Triple H's theme music on WWE. So I, I knew very little of anything. I knew Ace of Spade. That was like the only song I could have named. Uh, but now in, in retrospect, it's like, whoa, I got to see all these guys. But Maiden was was my jam. And uh, I don't know, man. It was just it was spectacular. You guys Maiden fans, I assume. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You're just shaking your head. What is going on here? <laughs> I, I, I only like those three albums I have behind me. OK, I can't see them. Which ones are those? Uh, one is uh, what the hell is that one? Uh, Made in Japan. Made in Japan. Yeah. Yep. And the second one is uh, Number of the Beast. And uh, peace of mind. Yeah. Okay. Can't go wrong with number of the beast. That's no, that's I, definitely my favorite. I, yeah. I have all the CDs. I, just few records. Okay. But I was uh, just sitting around watching like live concerts. I have like five or six DVDs of just like right. concerts and documentaries and all that sort of stuff. Right. Like I said, I dove pretty deep down the Iron Maiden rabbit hole. Oh yeah. yeah hey, I, I, what's oh, up? Go ahead. Keanu <laughs> Dickinson or Bailey? Oh yeah. Oh Dickinson. Dickinson. Yeah. Most, I mean, yeah, it isn't really uh, even a contest for me personally. But um, having so had, when young. I when yeah. I went to go see, um, it it was it was Dickinson performing. It was just, I mean, it was it was everything I was hoping it would be at the time. And for all of the guys who who were no spring chickens at that time to be putting on the the level of concert that they put on, and then you know they're still doing it now to some right. degree at least. It's yeah. it's just amazing the the longevity. I mean, I always look at. I know you guys aren't huge fans, but like their first seven albums are like, like you I'm know, like <laughs> I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. Huge fans. Huge you fans. have to be. You can't be a metalhead and not be a huge fan. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. I thought you guys hypothetical to the no. equation. I got fucking maiden uh, statues over there, and I got I got like triples and doubles of every maiden album. Okay, I was gonna say, what the hell <laughs> yeah, is going no. on? I'm like, why do they even have me on? <laughs> um, we needed a good looking guy for one fucking yeah. show. Greg right, couldn't show up, enough. so we need somebody to fill that's in. The, that's, how, that's why they have me over on the Wednesday <laughs> locker room as well. We need a, we need to making people sexy by association here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing that. <laughs> yeah, that kind of fits you. Thanks. Right. <laughs> um, shit, 2003. That's I think when Bruce came back, right? Yeah, it was just after uh, Dance Dance of the Death came out. So they had played like one song from that, or it was just no. about to come out. It was right around that time. No, uh, no, no, and I'm gonna tell you no, and I'm gonna tell you why I know. Uh oh. Because my first ever concert, and I'm surprised you went to a concert. You're younger than I am. How old are you? Um, 32. Yeah, you're way younger than I am. I'm 40. And was that was was the Maiden concert your first one? Uh, my first concert concert. No, it was like my second. I think at that time I I went to go see Weezer. Was my first concert. <laughs> I, I love I love Weezer too. So yeah. Okay. Like funny because of that. Nice. Uh, but my first ever concert was a year after yours. Uh, what the hell was this? January, two thousand four. I got to I, I put it in, in okay. the case here. I went to uh, Hammerstein Ball. You know where that is, right? Mm -hmm. in New York. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I went with a couple friends, and. Um, at the end of the show, Nico gets up, throws the stick out into the crowd, right? Cool. We're, we're, sitting, we're sitting up on the balcony. I put my hand out, thinking this thing is never going to come by my way. I put my hand out. The stick comes further, closer and closer. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get it. My friend goes like this, puts his hand out, and he caught the fucking stick. Uh. 
sitting right next to me. <laughs> About Damn. maybe 20 years later, he goes, you can do, you would appreciate this stick more than I do. So oh, gave, that's awesome. Very so cool. I made a nice little case for it and everything. And my tickets nice. are there. And then he gave me like a little statue. And I took the statue apart because it was broken. I got to do this whole thing over. It's falling apart. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, a cool little thing I had to make. Very but yeah, cool. that was a year after yours. And the reason why I, I mentioned that was because that was for the Ed Hunter tour when Bruce came back. And Brave New World wasn't even out yet. Okay, well then Brave New World came out in 2000. Yeah. No. Did it? Yeah, I'm literally looking at Wikipedia right now. So, so I'm I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm just Shit. I'm just looking up. Yeah, Brave New Worlds 2000, Dance of the Death came back in 2003. Um, so all right, I mean, I, it might have been like just as the album was dropping too, because this is again July of twenty of 2003. I'm um, I'm I'm quitting the show, Saxon. I'm a, <laughs> a fucking moron. Deal with it. I, I should have known that in my head. Hey, you recorded that, right? Can you isolate? Yeah. I could. <laughs> Just for my personal archives? If yeah. not, I've, I've got you too. I'm the backup recording over here. All right. Yeah, I need your contact info. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn. It's immortalized. It's out it there. It is now. I, you know, it pisses me off now. It's I'm never fine. wrong. I literally had to go. <laughs> no, I literally had to wrong. go through Wikipedia today to just like sort out everything because honestly, it's it, it's been a little while since I picked up a lot of meat and only recently. Um, the reason I I was you know so passionately talking about it at the time was that we did um, uh, a metal theme kind of episode of Next Level a while back right. at at the request of one of the listeners. Uh, John Enright, I believe. Shout outs to him if he's listening. But um, he, he wanted me to do metal, and I was just like all about Maiden. So I pumped a, a bunch of Maiden into the episode, and I was I was you know being loud and rambunctious as I generally am on podcasts, and uh, and then it rolled into the Wednesday locker room, and now here we are. And I was like, you know what? Let me just brush up on my stuff just to make sure. And that's why I was watching the DVDs and uh, checking the Wikipedia. So would would have been smart if the guy who. Uh... You know, does does the actual show would have brushed up just a tad bit. No, but you're dealing with a pantheon <laughs> of metal information. I'm dealing with just the sliver of, Look, of this, this guy goes which is on all fucking I know. Wiki- he proves me wrong on my own fucking show, Zaxxon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking, fucking Jersey. Nothing to do. Sorry. <laughs> fucking Jersey people. Go back to Jersey, you bum. <laughs> whoa, 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 Andrew. Slow down. It's my show. You don't correct me on my show, all right? But I did make a mistake, and I will forgive you, because it's really my fault. All right. Uh, here is the thing that I showed with my uh, Nickel McBrain drumstick. A friend gave it to me. We went to the same show, the Ed Hunter show, right here. That's why I have the patch from Ed Hunter tour, which was in uh, 1999. My first Iron Maiden concert. First concert I ever went to, ever. Uh... So underneath here, this is where I got confused. I have a ticket in here from Hammerstein Ballroom, which is where the Headhunter show was that I saw. It was at the head, uh, Hammerstein Ballroom, but it was in uh, 1999. This ticket, stupidly, is from uh, January uh, 23, uh, January 23rd, 23, uh, 2004. Uh, and that tour, I, I looked it up, that is the uh, Dance of Death tour. So some reason i threw it in here maybe because i had another iron maid ticket i figured it'd be cool to stick it in here but it doesn't make sense where the actual ticket for the show that i went to i don't know why that's not in here so i'll have to find that ticket and swap this out but uh that is where the confusion was all right so i finally figured that out i didn't get any sleep for for days since we did this show and uh finally i was able to figure out what happened totally my fault i'm a moron we all know that uh so that's all just figured i would get that off my chest i can breathe now and uh let's get back to the show <laughs> uh, what'd you sorry. think of deal man yeah so what do you think of deal Dio was great i mean yeah at the time definitely um because i, I didn't know a lot i i'd heard uh, holy diver like a handful of times at that point that was about the extent of my Dio knowledge going into it and i think maybe i don't know if the tenacious d song was out yet at that point but they they have a song called oh, Dio yeah, yeah. about ronnie james Dio, so mm-hmm. that might have been a reference that i was familiar with but yeah i mean it was the whole concert was just fantastic i think motorhead opened and then it was Dio, and then it was iron maiden 
Um, and it went like just super late. Everybody played like just these tremendously long sets. Not a lot of new stuff. I actually found the the actual set list for Maiden at least for that concert. I mean, they 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 played some of the new stuff, but for the most part, it was the greatest hits. Um, they they opened with Number of the Beast, The Trooper, Die with Your Boots On, Revelations, Hallowed Be Thy Name. Then uh, then they went into Wildest Dreams, which I think was off Dance of the Death, if I'm not mistaken. And then the Killer, the, the Wicker Man, Brave New World, the Klansman. And then they started going back into the Clairvoyant, Fear of the Dark, and then closed with Iron Maiden. And then they came back out with, for uh, for an encore, two songs, two minutes to midnight. And at that point, it was completely appropriate for the time of the evening. And then uh, and then Run to the Hills was the was the closer closer. So, I mean, it was just like everything I wanted to see in that concert. And, and you know, it was just it was awesome. The stage show is ridiculous, like the, all the Eddie stuff and the fire and the pyro and uh, right. the massive amp stacks and just all this. Oh, it's just so cool. Now, your friends that went with you that weren't really intimate and did they get more into them? Yeah. Seeing that. Yeah, for sure. The one who drove um in particular got like really into them and then my other friend was just he was kind of already aware of them and just not that into them i guess more of a metallica type guy um so as far as his his taste goes i i think uh one of the things that i like about maiden is bruce and and just the like the operatic vocals and all that kind of stuff i think that's where i i think that's where i'm more at with my particular metal taste like i'll take a i'll take a maiden or um or judas priest or something like that over more of the the garbly particularly mm. like the modern day kind of cookie monster vocals as i like to call them but right. um yeah you know that sort of stuff and not, not to hate on it that's a niche it's just not mine you know it is what it is mm-hmm. i've done that sort of stuff and in, in some of the bands that i was in i wasn't a huge fan of doing it and it's it's a bitch on your throat so for those guys oh, who could yeah. do it on a regular basis props to them but right. um yeah well, it so it sounds so, like you come from a, a bit of a, a a punkier background right for the most part yeah i would and say you gotta check out the first two and fucking love them because deano is the best fucking maiden vocalist there ever was well, yeah okay. there was some there's i mean there's definitely some great stuff on those first two albums there um like iron maiden in particular that song is just fantastic i love that song for the for this vocals for the bass for all the stuff you know that i i'm looking for in in my metal music for the most part um, but yeah, I mean, he was, he was great. There's just something to Bruce, man. It, he's just got that innate charisma. He's about talented, him. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. He's, he's a front man. You know, he he's is, a real that's front. it. And you know what, that, that's another thing that I like about my rock and roll in general. I love the Freddies and the Jim Morrisons. And like, I just love the, the front man, the, the rock star being a rock star. Like to me, all that sort of stuff adds the aesthetic. It's the same sort of stuff I like in my hip hop. Like I like rappers that rap about how great oh, they whoa, are. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? You're on a fucking metal show. I know. I'm what just bring music up in general. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. But it's the same thing about any of my music that I like. I guess for the most part, it's just like I want. I like people who who you know carry themselves in in such a way. It's the same sort of reason I like pro wrestling and I like superheroes. Like I like the larger than life personalities. Yeah. El Duce from the Mentors, right? Sure. No, that, that one's <laughs> off my head. Well, all right. Not too many people know who they are. I barely do. Uh, he, he killed Kurt Cobain, apparently. So. Oh. Oh, that was that guy, huh? Yeah. Really. Interesting. Oh. Um, this is the first was... time hearing of this. You never watched that, out, uh, that documentary, the, the Nirvana one? Um, what the hell is it called? Um, what the hell is that, that documentary? Or something? Nope. Is uh, it the one that's like all like animated, kind of? No. 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 There's like another one I'm thinking of. Some. No, it was. It's, it was. There's uh, two documentaries. Depth. Yeah. The one that goes through all the and, polls and the, the messages and all that stuff. No, I'm gonna that. have to go check this out. Yeah. If you're into conspiracies, it's a good one because there's a lot of facts to back it up. So okay, all right, I will note it for future yes. reference. There you go. Very good movie, uh, documentary. Awesome. Um, let's see. Not here. a very good band. Uh, well, Greg will disagree with me because, well, fuck it. It's the Mentors. They were who they were, and you know. Oh, I thought, you meant, I thought you were talking about Nirvana. No, <laughs> Nirvana is a great band. Yeah, Mentors were a, 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 a they were the a guys that were like the. Time, let's put it that way, in the uh, very politically correct late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, they were the guys that wore like the hoods on their head, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have a good reason. Why? 
Because they're all ugly motherfuckers. Yeah, that's what I figured. Big okay. Time. They're still around, though. I mean, if you want to check them out, they're still, they just fucking uh, came to Minneapolis a couple months ago. So, wow. El Duce's been dead for 30 years, but Sticky uh-huh. Wife keeps the band alive. That's his name, name, Sicky Wife Beater. So you can tell where that fucking band is, you know, (laughs) cemented. I must look weird on a driver's license. (laughs) Well, that and the the black hood on his head. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you had to get congressional permission for that driver's license. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so uh, what what did you... um... Uh, what did you think of? Uh, well, actually, you already said that, didn't you? Shit, fuck! Now I'm getting stumped now because he fucking sidetracked me. Sorry. What? Well, I think of Motorhead. I mean, Motorhead was Motorhead was fantastic. I mean, as an, I mean, it's the best opening band I've ever seen at any show ever. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't yeah. think of many shows that opened with Motorhead. Uh, um, yeah. You know, or somebody of that. Can I tell my Motorhead story now? Hmm? Hold, hold on, I got the coolest Motorhead thing. I showed you before, Saxon. This will never be ever sold again. Well, if you find it on eBay, maybe. But uh, everybody's autograph. Wow. On uh, one of the last albums they did. I had to buy it. I was like, Lemmy's getting old. I was like, mm. I better buy it, and I better get it now while it's available. And that's not an eBay thing. That, that was direct, directly from the band. So Nice. Okay. It's authentic. <laughs> yeah, it's, nice my... to, it's nice to have that reassurance. Yes. One of my favorite... Uh, Autographed items. What are we saying now, Saxon? Oh, your uh, Motorhead story. Go ahead. My Motorhead story. Uh, the year was 1986, I think, 87. Orgasmatron tour. I think it was 86. And, and I'm at First Ave. Don't ask and... me for dates because I'm going to fuck it up. Well, we got Wikipedia, boy. You can look it up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking at screenshots of Wikipedia. Savvy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's so I fact check everything we say. I see uh, Motorhead at the infamous First <laughs> Avenue, and between every song, I was shouting, Lemmy, show us your tits! <laughs> and after about three songs, I say it again, and he looks at me, he points at me into the audience, he goes, fuck off, you wanker! <laughs> so That's I was awesome. blessed by the almighty fucking Lemmy, man. And I've held that true to my heart ever since. That's fantastic. That That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. That's <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> That's honest. That's fantastic. Yeah, he's got plenty of stories. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. I was listening to one of your episodes uh, from a while back. I think it was the Ozzy versus Judas Priest oh, album sorry. face-off. I'm, I'm and sorry. and he, Uncle Saxon, sure enough, started a story with the year was 1986. And then here here we are. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. sure. <laughs> it was a good year, man. I was yeah. just going to say, it, was, it must have been a good year for you. <laughs> well then the next year i was born so it was a good year for everybody oh. what do you say you between a thousand used rubbers and a uh, uh fucking tire what one's a good year one's a really good year <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right Cha-cha. oh boy <laughs> <laughs> so you're into weezer yeah, I'm into Weezer. Are you, are you still into them? Because they have changed their sound, like, dramatically. Yeah, they really have. I mean, the Red album was okay, and then the Teal album is now just, like, a bunch of covers. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, like, it is what it is. I guess some of the covers I do enjoy. Actually, when I went to go see them more recently, I think I saw them for free at a Virgin Festival in Maryland. So thank you, Richard Branson, for that. Um, he he sent me... Actually, his motherfucker showed up. Uh, is, um, am I allowed to swear on here? Fuck no. All right, so motherfucker parachutes in to the amphitheater on top of the roof right before Weezer came on to, like, announce them as the headlining band. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, came, came down, parachuted onto the roof of the amphitheater, popped off a bottle of champagne... And then Weezer came on, and they opened with War Pigs, which was fantastic. Oh, wow. It was like a great open. And uh, Rivers didn't sing it; the guitar player did. Um, it was it was interesting, but it was a great way to start the show. I was surprised at how many Weezer fans were that into the song. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of interesting because you, you figure Weezer fans are a lot younger. Yeah, you know? especially at that know? time too. This was closer to ten years ago. So right, yeah, yeah. probably at their more of their height of their career, I guess. 
Yeah, when they were right after Beverly Hills and all that kind of stuff, and they made it, yeah, huge. Yeah, exactly. I I like the first three albums myself. Mm -hmm. But uh, one thing I like about Weezer is the first time I ever seen anybody do this was they brought up some kid out of the audience. I think they were in Japan at the time. And gave him a guitar, and the guy, the little 10-year-old kid or whatever, played note by note whatever song it was they were going to play. And uh, Rivers gave him the guitar and said, fucking rock and roll. Now it seems like every band wants to do that. Wow. Yeah. Bring a kid up from the audience and, you know, give There's a, a whole movie a, a, about it. A life experience. Yeah. So, but Rivers was the first one that I ever saw do that. That was, what, 15 years ago. And I thought that was extremely cool. Well, the first, cool. the first one I saw today was Michael Jackson. Did you see that documentary that, that got um, taken off of HBO? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I guess you didn't see that. Oh, about his, his kid diddling? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You didn't watch it? I, I did. I watched watch it, but I don't I, remember that part. You know, it was, that's how the, those kids got involved with Michael Jackson. He let him up on stage, and then, uh, you know, they were doing all that dancing and stuff. And, Oh, well, we could blame fucking Bruce Springsteen for Courtney Cox's career, then, if you want to go that direction. I'm talking about this kid had talent, and he fucking deserved (laughs) to be on stage. Dancing's not talent? uh, He wasn't just a a pre-date fucking, you know, kind of thing like Michael Jackson. (laughs) I personally loved when Steel Dragon pulled Mark Wahlberg on the stage. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, (laughs) Terrible movie. <laughs> it was on, pretty man. awful. No. Fuck you. What is <laughs> that movie, for God's sakes? When I first saw that, it was okay. but Actually, looking, I don't hate look, the soundtrack, but uh, the, music, the movie's pretty awful. Looking back... Anything with Jennifer Aniston is fucking a 9 out of 10 at the fucking very lowest. Just because she's in it. I don't think she's hot, by the way. Well, it's because you're... Bald. See the way yeah, I that's true. Him. I heard all bald guys hate Jennifer Aniston. I've heard this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take this up on Wikipedia. Take it's the hat. Fa- take the hat off. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got plenty, plenty of hair under here. <laughs> that might be true then. Uh, fucking Jennifer Aniston. But uh, yeah, what the hell was it? We were hey, just talking about. Here. I don't know. We well, got well, into we the would... Michael Jackson documentary. There was something right after that. Oh fuck! I forgot. Dragon. What's the matter? What? Steel Dragon? Steel, oh, Steel, Steel yeah, Dragon. That, yeah, the movie. Uh, what the hell was the name of that movie? Rockstar. Uh, Rockstar. Yeah. Um, you know, that was loosely based on Judas Priest, what was supposed to be about Judas Priest. Right. And then and then they changed it because you know, Judas Priest didn't want to be involved with the whole thing. And then they ended up changing the whole freaking story. So yeah. it was a waste of a movie. <laughs> I, don't know, man. I, I thought the soundtrack was pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember the soundtrack. Stand up and shout! Come on. <laughs> what was that, Motley Crue? No, that was Steel Dragon. It was Steel Dragon. Yeah. Oh, they did their own songs. Oh, I have no idea. I, did, I like they said it. I just didn't. Uh, Paul Sabu care. was on there. They did. They, they had a nice uh, Zach Wild. You know, I mean, they had a talented band there to legitimize it. Hmm. I'm gonna go watch this movie again. Maybe, maybe I misjudged it. <laughs> I mean, well, you gotta be. Well, I'm from the '80s, so that fucking cheesiness is embedded in me. That's true. That you is. guys are more cynical. I grew up in the '80s too, but you grew up like about right. 20, 20 years before me. Oh yeah. no, sorry, ten. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> All right, so you said you were in a band. What kind of uh, did were you in any bands that like uh, actually went out and toured or did anything? No, never anything just, like that crazy. Mostly, like a... yeah, mostly like late high school, kind of early college days for a little bit there. Um, nothing, yeah, nothing extreme. Came, came across a couple uh, venues here and there that were you know, relatively decent sized. I guess I don't know. Like it was, it was just sort of a fun thing I was doing. At no point should I have realistically expect, expected it to do anything. But we did record like a demo. We put together like a five tracker. It was just like, I don't know, hard rock, I guess, would be kind of the, the theme of it. We all kind of had different influences. Um, like, our drummer was, like, super into, like, Rush and stuff. And, uh, like, our, wow. our bass player was... Uh, uh, we did not have a keyboard player, no. It was mostly 
pretty much just bass, <laughs> guitar, drums. That's, uh, the interview right there. No keyboard player. That's it. It's over. Yeah. Fair enough. Why do you gotta have a keyboard player? Yeah. No, you don't. You can't have a keyboard player and fucking be real. Okay, so we didn't. I mean, we unless didn't. you're Greg Zafria, which you're not. <laughs> That's over keyboard? your head. Yeah, went off mine too. I, when I don't understand something, I just laugh. Fucking metal keyboards. Claude Snello is the only true metal keyboardist. Who? Claude Snell from Dio. Oh, I don't know. Oh, name another one. Um, I don't know. I don't really don't know any keyboard player names. Yeah, I there's can't a, think of any. There's, there's so a keyboard player that helped me, but I don't know his exist, name. Right? Uh, now they do. One of the bands I listen to, they play a keytar. The keytar is underrated. It is. They should really be brought back. Yeah, why not? Let's see this. <laughs> generation. Sorry. I'm sorry. You, you grew up in the wrong generation. No, I grew up in the absolute fucking right generation. I don't know about that. <laughs> balls to the wall. 83. Headhunter. Brian oh, Adams. Please. Oh, I forget that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Brian Adams? What? <laughs> Uh, fucking wrench. That's what that was. <laughs> uh, I'm still mad that I, I messed up the date on the Iron Maiden thing. God damn. Okay. I, I, I swear to God, the date's on that ticket's wrong. <laughs> no, no. It has, maybe. it has to be. Yeah, maybe Maybe this is a Mandela effect or something along those lines. Who it knows? Has maybe to, one it has to be. It has to be. There's no way. Because cause I, I have uh, Brave New World. I, I saw that show, and I bought the bootleg, the video of it, of the concert that I actually went to. And that was in 2000. I don't think that was my first show. Oh, well. Huh. What are you going to do? Exactly. I can't go back in time now, right? No, I guess not. <laughs> All right, what else you got, Sax? Saxon's um, is full of ideas. Deal. Uh, I'll go back to deal if we can go back to deal. Go back to deal. Have, go back to deal. We only like, touched on deal. I, you um, know, I'm not a huge fan of deal. I love, I love the first album. That's his best album, by the way. And after that, he kind of just like went, you know. Eh. But he's all right. <laughs> I like his uh, stuff with I Rainbow. Can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have all those albums. Actually, I have a gold album in the back there. Did you ever see them live? Yes, I did uh, at the Masters of... What the hell was that thing? Masters of... Not Masters of Rock. Uh, Masters of Metal. That was um, Judas Priest, Testament. Um, well, it wasn't Dio himself. It was uh, Heaven and Hell. That's when I saw Dio. That was the Black Sabbath band when they came back. Okay. And, Good album. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, and Judas Priest was the headliner, so that uh, yeah, was a cool show. I, I thought really Humanizer cool. was better, but mm. no, you guys are blanking. No, the Humanizer <laughs> when Dio came back to Sabbath in like the early nineties. Oh which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that whole fucking thing. That's a good album. It's okay. <sighs> it's all right. It's it's not that great. That's the one that's got TV crimes on it, right? That's like the first song. Yeah. No. See, Andrew's lost. Yeah, I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank on all this. I'm, I'm sure I've heard it at some point or another. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Maybe. It was 1984. I it fucking was, uh, was going to my first Dio concert. It was the last in line tour, and we were all psyched. And my girlfriend at the time, I was 15. She's like. You got to put on eyeliner, dude. It's a metal show. And I was a punk at the time. I didn't. Eyeliner was against the fucking rules. I did it anyways. I regret it to this. <laughs> put on fucking eyeliner to go see Dio. But it was a great show. He was slaying the dragon. And I mean, the whole huge monster Iron Maiden-esque fucking mm -hmm. theatrical. Man, the 80s ruled, dude. They had billion dollar fucking stages for the smallest bands. 
and you know, it was all about the theatrics in the eighties and well and the, it was all about the music, but the theatrics were really cool. And uh, uh yeah, Dio kicked my ass and I uh I've been a huge fan ever since. I mean when uh, when Holy Diver came out I bought it immediately, you know. That was eighty three. But uh last in line when that came out, it was it was it was life changing. Yeah, Holy Diver is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's a great album. It is. So and, from start know, to finish. And will have a, a, a satirical um, song that we wrote called Maria Shriver. Maria Shriver! But, 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 I'll we'll fucking we'll sing it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, we, I think we've got it on video somewhere. We just me and Noggle out on the deck fucking singing uh, a Dio parody. It's It's pretty obnoxious. <laughs> I think we set a whole thing of cupcakes on fire right afterwards. It was a weird night. Cupcakes? <laughs> yeah, you like, like. overbake them or you purposely set them on <laughs> oh, fire? Yeah, now, this, no. this needs more explanation. Okay. I don't know why I had a big tray of like 36 cupcakes. I think it was left <laughs> from a party that I forgot about. I left it in the garage or something. I don't know. So we had this big thing of 36 cupcakes and it was sitting on my deck rail behind my house. And. Uh, Noggle just brought home a propane uh, weed burner, one of these fucking torches that, you know, burns weeds with propane. And we thought it'd be great to smoke a fucking bowl and start this fucking tray of cupcakes on fire with a propane <laughs> weed burner. Awesome. Well, I sold the house a year later and the stains <laughs> were still on the deck. That's all I can say. That's, yeah, you know what? I've done dumber shit, so who am I to judge? Uh, but... well, that was one of my brighter moments of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. How did, how did they burn? Like, Or was it just like a big goopy pile well, of like a, frosting by the end? A globule of fucking slop. It was just because we kept the plastic hood on it. Oh, so we were just okay. trying to through the plastic hood and so it just dripped down like a fucking king diamond album cover <laughs> awesome awesome <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying there is not one king diamond album cover that looks like that i don't care <laughs> talking about dio what do you think of the dio um well a couple of bands have done this now that uh, people that have died but the dio uh, uh hologram I'm freaked out by all of the holograms. Um, I'm freaked out for it because if they get too good, like there'll be no beating the holograms of the greatest performers of all time. You know, like it'll it'll get to the point where it's like, who cares about going to see this band now? I can go see, you know, I could go see a, a, a fully holographic projection of some of the greatest concerts ever performed. Like, you can go back and watch Zeppelin in in 75 at the Garden, just, like, live right there. Like, it'd all be, like, a VR experience. And it it bugs me out. It just does, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little creepy. What about you, Sex? Do you care? Ten years from now, it'll be the norm. Yeah. People, fucking Kiss will all be dead, and they'll still be fucking making bread, you know? But my thought is, on the deal, um, Dio had a... uh, a foundation called Children of the Night. It was about mm-hmm. runaway children in, in Los Angeles. And a really good cause. Because, you know, I was one of them. Huh. So it's a personal, re- relatable relatable thing to me. I wasn't a runaway. I fucking left on purpose. But anyways, that's a different story. If after somebody dies and they're still trying to make money off of that image, mm-hmm. I think it would be 100% charitable. You know, pay the band, pay the venue, pay the promoters, whatever. Anything left over should go to a fucking charity because that guy's dead. Mm. Why should the estate get fucking money off of that? Let it go to a good cause. The guy didn't do any fucking work. He's dead. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. I can see it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If they get a really good hologram, I can go back and see, like, like like a like a really good Jim Morrison hologram would get me in the door, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just something along those lines. But yeah, it, it just it's weird. Like the the what was the, the first one was like Tupac, wasn't yeah, that like the first yes, big was. major one? Like yeah. why why are we of all freaking people, Tupac? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he might was, even uh, still be yeah, alive. I, I, and we're I, making I, holograms I, of him. 
Exactly. Long prosperous life. Tupac got his ass fucking blown away long before he should have been fucking dead. You know, I I got no problem with. But once again, the guy's dead. Send the money to charity, man. Send the money to anti fucking shoot motherfuckers charity. Mm. Well, his family's got to make money somehow, and Dio's wife's got to make money somehow. She don't want to work. No, yeah, she, she can't sing those songs. No, <laughs> not even close. Between <laughs> Elf, Rainbow, Dio, Heaven and Hell, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Dio is set for life, and yeah, she's a I'm very sure. charitable humanitarian. So it's she within her to give. Yeah. She probably is. You don't know. Some people, you know, nobody's going to like, uh, you know, announce they're doing that, you know. Yeah, I Nobody mean, it's doing it for the right reasons. Right. They had the deal thing here in, in, in Minneapolis probably in May, mm. maybe April. Yeah. And I heard mixed reviews. You know, yeah. some people thought it was cool. Some people thought it was cheesy. Some people enjoyed the band and didn't even watch the hologram. You know, yeah. they were more into the lighting and sound aspect. Everybody's got their own opinion. It's, it's weird. Okay. He's not yeah. putting any effort into it. Right. It's weird the way they're doing it too, because he's not doing the whole thing. He like they come out with the screen, and I guess maybe they take it away or something, or it goes up into whatever. And then um, then they have like guest singers come out and sing all the songs. So he's not he's not doing the whole entire show. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's tough when you're like a band that's so much identified with one person too. I mean, the band's freaking Dio. It's not, right. you know, and like or like you know, like I was saying before, like the Doors or something like that. Like the rest of those guys, it's harder when when you're like a, I don't know, like like Metallica could probably live on without James Hetfield. Like they could find another guy with a graspy voice and they could go do it. Now, I'm sure there's somebody, but <laughs> it, they would have an easier time of it at least than a band that's just it, like you're the four guys surrounding Dio. And even without Kirk Hammett. If Kirk Hammett wasn't in the band anymore, that band would be fucking dead. So yeah. if James Hetfield wasn't in that band, fuck it. That yeah, there's no way it would carry fucking, on. Put a fucking fork in that pinpoint in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You can't replace uh, James Hetfield. There's so oh. many so many bands that have tried to copycat him and Metallica, and it just fails. It doesn't... Uh... You can't match what. Oh he yeah, does. well, I mean, how, Even how though, rarely does the replacing of a lead man ever work out? But you know, as far as it's never better, but it could it could potentially like they'll they'll still do tours without him. Guarantee they will. I mean, we're not going gonna... into the band, you <laughs> no. know, We're not doing it, fucking Wayne. I know that's what's on your mind. We're not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Well, but Van <laughs> Hagar on it. instantly popped into your fucking head, right? Who? Sammy Hagar? Yeah. No, there's a bunch of other guys that have replaced singers and did fairly well. He's wearing one of the shirts, and we this was like one of the topics of the show. Bruce Dickinson, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. That's a, a very rare... Uh, uh, it's different. <laughs> and yeah. Andy Darris and Halloween, I mean, come on. He fronted the band for how many years now? The so, good ones. Yeah. Well, you don't like Halloween anyway, so it doesn't matter to you. Uh, Do you even like singer? What's that? Who was the original singer? Kai Hansen? Kai Hansen, yeah. Okay. Well, I know that much. Yeah. At least you know something. Hey, I, I see that mug you're holding right there. Best soundtrack for a fucking... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> is that the Prince soundtrack? Is that the, the... Yeah, no, it's not. The... <laughs> He's a huge Prince fan. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm get not. behind that. I'm not. I'm from um, Minneapolis. You have to. It's it's fucking in our DNA, man. Prince is fantastic. That soundtrack is also very well, very well done. <laughs> On that note, goodbye, Andrew. It was oh, nice. Oh man, you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're bouncing me because of Prince. Oh. <laughs> that is the worst fucking uh, uh, what do you call it theme song to a movie ever 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 I, I can't think of any worse one that's because they're all so bad you didn't bother to remember their names I mean there's could, been plenty of movies I mean let's be honest <laughs> could be, that could be also true I'm really not a movie guy but I don't know I've just, just this was my favorite I was telling this is about telling Saxon before my favorite comic book hero you know I, you go to see the first Batman movie, and you don't expect Prince to be doing 
No, you definitely don't expect that. No, you don't. He was banging Kim Bassinger at the time. It was a fucking marriage made in heaven. It doesn't matter. She was uh, fucking, what's her name? I don't even know your nerd fucking lango. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, she was that chick in that first Batman movie, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 No, he was terrible. Terrible. The video was terrible. Everything was terrible. He tried to look like the Joker in that video. I mean, come on, get the, get the fuck out of here, please. It's purple. It's a purple thing. I, yeah, that was the only reason why he did that. I got your address, though. You've got my address already. I know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I was thinking, you don't have mine, right? Uh, he might. <laughs> <laughs> He's a scary guy. Like Prince and Iron Maiden. Cool in my book. Awesome. Okay. All right, good. I'm safe. Well, he won't get anything from Cherry Grove then. <laughs> you want to tell that story? Go ahead. No, you tell it. I don't. It was your fucking story. Now you tell it better than I do. I'm not a good storyteller. Mm. Well, <laughs> help that. Well, you know, does this guy? Does this happen to you on Skype with you guys when you do a podcast? Like uh, the sound cuts out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Skype is awful. It drives me fucking insane. It happens to us so usually. Propecia? Is that what, what you missed there? Propecia. Propecia. Propecia? Okay. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Is that the hair stuff? That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> it's messed up. God. It's if this wasn't a computer screen, I would just splash this water right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. God, oh, big time. I wish Greg was here. Uh, yeah, we have the Skype issues as well. Uh, I, it happens to virtually all of us, too, uh, on almost every show on Hameen. And we all are using vastly different internets in vastly different parts of the country. So it seems to just be consistent that it's Skype that's screwing us up. Yeah, it just fucking drives me nuts. It drives me insane. Ten years from now, we'll all be holograms and it won't fucking matter. It's true. That's right. And this show will be a hologram. Maybe. It's probably, this show probably won't be around another five Hey, you guys don't have a Greg hologram? No, but you know what? Now that you said that, I might work on that. Yeah, let's do it. We do have a fucking funny picture of him, though. We we can't, yeah. You know what? I should just put his picture on there. You should. <laughs> should just fucking include a little box with his picture on it. <laughs> and we can just go like, yeah, fucking, I'm Greg Noggle. <laughs> You know, fucking, I just turned off my beard because it makes me look five years younger. <laughs> really interesting stuff. Snowblowers. Oh, really? No shit. Oh, the great snowblower dilemma. You guys are going to find out like he lost a leg to the snowblower, and you're going to feel really good about all this mockery. It better be a good story. It really better be. All right, and uh, I was going to call you Angelo. Oh God, Angelo! Look, not all of us are, are uber Italian from New Jersey, even though uh, my last name is Bello. So I guess you know. Any relation to uh, uh, Frank Bello from Anthrax? None. Although oddly enough, that is my grandfather's name, but it's not the no. same guy, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, the Frank yeah, Bello. I, I, I assume there's. Only two Francis Bellows in the Italian community? Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps there's only the two of them. I don't know. But, yeah, it's, uh, that was funny. When I first came across that, I was like, oh, maybe I'm related to this guy. And <laughs> I, I dug. No, unfortunately yeah. not. Are you a fan well, of Anthrax? Empire. Eh, not like a huge fan of Anthrax. I don't yeah. know. I remember I was definitely, there was a period of time where I super, I was super into them. Hmm. Probably because of that connection, mostly. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you say, Zach? What did you think of Boardwalk Empire? Uh, it was it was good. Um, I, I stopped watching on the last season. Like I just gave up on it. But for the beginning, once uh, Patricia Arquette got pulled into it, I was sort of eh, I don't I don't care about any of this. Um, but up to that point, it was uh, it was really good. I thought it was a pretty cool kind of you know telling interesting telling of that period of time. And you know, obviously, I've heard all of the the stories and, and been down to Atlantic city and numer- numerous times. So it was cool kind of seeing, you know, sort of, sort of that, that early historical kind of snapshot, if you will. So don't you need closure? Don't you want to watch the last season? Just to, yeah, I really don't. There's a piece of your heart is missing right now. Isn't mm-hmm. it? 
Well, that would ass- you you would have to assume I have one to begin with. Um, so yeah, no, all well, of all the Blink One Eighty Two fans have big hearts. No, <laughs> well. uh, not anymore. No, now that Tom's gone, and, uh, because they Tom, sold their souls and their hearts went with them. I got yes, it. Tom's <laughs> off chasing aliens, and it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's a weird timeline. Yeah. Oh shit, that's insane. All right. Well, yeah. I know you. Uh, you well, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I could tell you you're trying to get rid of me, and that's fine. Let me. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, I know you got something that uh, you true. you do on Saturday night, so I don't want to keep you. I do, and I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, again for sponsoring us over at Hamid Media Group. Uh, anybody interested in following us over there? Uh, we talk about pro wrestling and politics and conspiracy theories and all sorts of randomness over there uh we do old wrestling new wrestling the brand new wrestling just mostly wrestling and then the rest of it kind of falls into place around it uh, but that's hackerhameen.podbean.com and at Hameen media group on twitter and then you can find me on twitter at bellow being bellow that's right awesome thanks guys okay one last question for uh, andrew Doink the clone or fucking uh larry the axe who? Doink the Clown. Okay. Yeah. What was the other one? Big Doink fan. Um, oh. Mostly because I, I was around when Doink was around. Um, I, I wasn't, yeah, but watching Larry the Axe back in his day, but but oh, Doink Larry, was... Yeah. What the fuck is Larry the Axe? Doink was great. Larry well, the Axe had... Yeah. The AWA was, was oh, located in, in Minneapolis, and they turned into the WWF, which turned into WWE. Hmm. Yeah, of yeah. course. Huge fan of his son, obviously. Mister Perfect was oh, was like oh, my that's... dude when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I, we, if you want to talk about wrestling, I can talk about two years of dealing coke in Minneapolis. Fantastic. Okay, we might have to have you on over on one of our shows one of these times. We'll, we'll get those stories <laughs> intermingled. Dimes. I could drop multiple. I could drop like five dollars with dimes. Seriously. Awesome. Okay, because normally <laughs> the stuff that we have to talk about sucks, so uh, that that could that could pepper in some some awesome, and we appreciate it. He did tell me the story. What was it last week? I think you told me, or a week or two ago. What Silo Sam and the fucking commercial I was in with him? No, okay. I don't think so. Silo Sam. You know who Silo Sam is, right? He was on uh, PB Herman's Big Adventure. Oh, oh yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I was in a yeah, commercial that with that. That okay. was my partner's boyfriend. For anyways, it's. It's a story for your show. That's a story. Yes, it really is. Too. <laughs> it, is it was. A... It was a very good story. I will tell you that. Awesome. If you ever have us on, we will. He will tell it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to work that out. Also, I think I saw um, on Twitter you guys may may have Michael Jargo on to talk about uh, Halloween. Yes, I hope so. I told him awesome. to message me, and we'll figure out a day to have him on. So I didn't know he was a metal fan too. I, you know, I heard uh, yeah, you talk Jargo's, about it and hear him talk about it. So Jargo knows more about music than almost anybody I know. The kid just listens to everything. It's crazy. Um, but um, since you're having Jargo on, and uh, since I'm leaving, let me let me go out on a high note here. Although I'm probably not supposed to play favorites, Rat Salad Review definitely my favorite sponsor over on Hamid Media Group. Mostly because you have you have good you have good taste. In um in, in guests really I mean the other the other guys they brought on Billy Ray and Big Ray as if those schmucks have anything to say worth note but hey you guys you went right for the for the cream of the crop the cream of the crop uh, yeah That's and we appreciate do. it <laughs> he, does, he does do some good uh, oh you know who you I, you do the best of is um, Bernie Sanders <laughs> this is Bernie Sanders and you're listening to the Rat Salad Review podcast. Nice. <laughs> and let me go get some. Coming up pudding. next week, Chris Jericho. <laughs> I stole the AEW title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again. Thank you Talk very to you much. Later. All right. Peace. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right. Very cool, Sex. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Cool dude, man. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was our first guest from the Hymen Media Group. And uh, please, like Andrew said, please go check them out at the uh, Hot Mean Media Group, all their Facebook and Twitter and Instagrams and all that jazz. They're on uh, Podmean, Podbean, sorry, the uh, podcast app. So uh, go check that out, definitely. And uh, check out all of our stuff at www.ratsaddlereview.com. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of guests coming up just the rest of this month, Sex. 
I know, man. It's going to be fantastic. Who's coming on uh, next week? Next week, we got Patrick Scott. Uh, Patrick main state. No. No. Oh, no. You don't want him? Pat- Patrick Scott's at the end of the month. Well, it's not next. Oh, that's two weeks from now. Yeah. Who the fuck we got next week? Next week is Orange Sky. Orange Sky! Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Orange yeah. Sky. Legendary, underrated, most underappreciated band of our generation. Orange Sky from Trinidad and Tobago. We got Nigel and Nicholas, brothers, Rojas. And yeah. uh, it's going to be fantastic. Um, be there or be square. You don't know what you're missing. Exactly. And then we also have uh, Marcus Groskoff uh, from Halloween. If nobody saw our announcement on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, he will be on. Major, uh, what's major that? Major score. Yeah, major, major score. Major, major score. He'll be on the following week, I believe. And then we have your friend Patrick uh, Scott, who is, uh, who knows some Dave Mustaine stories and stuff like that from back in the day, right? Or he's, still friends uh, with him now, too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he could write a couple of books. <clears throat> Very cool. So he'll be on. And then we're trying to get some more guests from the Hami Media Group, like uh, you heard uh, Andrew say. So, uh, you know, we'll try to get some stuff, uh, some dates finalized with everybody. And we're actually going on the Impact Attack on the Hami Media Group. Uh, we'll be on, well, we're going on Friday, and I don't think they air their show until Saturday. So uh, we'll, we'll, you know, promote all that stuff on our pages. So we'll yeah, definitely. Uh, for that 12 hour period. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget, we've got El Duce's fucking hologram, too. Oh, yeah. I gotta get working on that. And Greg's hologram. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Well, thank you very much again for Andrew uh, coming on. And we had a lot of fun. And go check out his webcasts and podcasts and all that shit. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Sometimes time's a barren waste